such a vibe, isn't it? Hello and welcome to Obviously Good Foodie Friends. This is a new segment of this season, which is where we invite someone on the podcast to discuss their food story. You'll be joined uh, on each episode by two of us. So this week you have myself, Spicy B, and Sweet Libby. Hi, guys. On today's show, we welcome beauty influencer, content creator, style icon, colour queen, and some have even labelled her as the Indian Kim Kardashian, <laughs> Rowie Singh. Who? <laughs> I'm so honoured, but... <laughs> Yeah, is this a compliment or is this an insult? I think I've it is. Com- I've No, I 100% will put my hand up and say that that is a compliment. Good, but I thank agree. you so much for having me. <laughs> that was the best intro ever. And I'll, I feel so gassed up just from that. And that's it. And we're over. <laughs> no, thank you, Rowie, so much for joining us on Obviously Good Foodie Friends. I have no doubt that most people listening to this episode will know who you are. But for those that don't, we do have some listeners in uh, very random places of the world. Under rocks. You Under know. rocks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do for a living? For sure. So I am a beauty content creator and I specialize in artistic makeup. So it's just a little bit out of the ordinary. I like to push boundaries a little bit and test those beauty standards. Um, and I like to sort of fuse my culture with really bold, like statement looks just because it's an extension of my personality. And I like being able to express myself where words cannot. I love that. And can you sort of tell us a little bit about your culture. Yes, for sure. So I am, so I'm Indian. I'm 100% Indian. I'm from the north of India. So Mm -hmm. I'm Punjabi Indian and my like religion is like Sikhism. So um, we're from up north and it's quite interesting for me because I was born and raised in Australia. Then I moved to Connecticut and I lived there for three years. And then I moved from Connecticut to Singapore and I lived there for three years. Then I came back and I went Mm. straight from Singapore into Abbotsley, like <laughs> within a span of like three days. And so I don't actually have any family based in Punjab in India because everyone kind of just migrated at the same time. Wow. So like my dad's family, they went to Uganda. My mum's family went to Malawi. So we're actually African Indian originally based. And so we had family there. We had family that migrated to Canada, to the UK. Like we're kind of just all over. So it's interesting. Like I say that I'm Indian, but I don't actually, like I've been there once. Like I want to go yeah, back and wow. I had this whole whole trip planned um, before COVID, but I am Indian by blood, but I, I feel like there's just so much more to explore. And I think it's perfect because like talking about food, the way that I can explore my culture is through things like f- like art and dining and things like that really connect me to like who I am because it sometimes feels a little bit fragmented. That is so interesting. Yeah. Are you able to sort of like tell us then about your earliest memory, maybe related to that part of your culture? Yes. You know, with your your family or a grandma or a mum? Yes. Is there some sort of memory that you have, your first food memory? My first and pretty much strongest food memory is that every time that we get sick, like my brother and I would get sick, my mum would make us kitchidi and it's basically like a dal dish, but better and I can't explain it but I feel like it's one of those things where your mum or your dad just goes I'm gonna put some magic in and it's gonna make you better and you just believe it as a kid and then you like have it and it's just like this mixture of rice and lentils and like a soupy goodness with a little bit of spice and like when you take your first like it's quite soupy but still quite lentil and chunky you take your first spoonful and you can feel it just like warm down your throat and like Mm. it's probably placebo and you just feel like healed (laughs) and that is like without a doubt whenever I feel sick or when I'm like when I was living at home I'm like mom can you please make me kitchen and she's like 100% and I would just feel better yeah it's interesting because I was thinking about it for a while and I was like 
no, that's it. Like, that still is it. And I I can't make it myself. Like, I feel like it's a blasphemy if I do it. I have to go home and request it because that's the only way Mm. it works. I was going to say that. (laughs) Has she she passed that down to you? No, clearly not. Oh, well, I, like, actually asked her. I was like, maybe I should make it. But I'm like, I don't want to make it. (laughs) (laughs) You know that that is yet of your life. (laughs) I'm like, I've made dal before and which is amazing and delicious, but it's just, like, not as good as my mum. There's she, something about mum's cooking. It's always better. What? I'm like, yeah. I'm fo- I'm literally putting everything, <laughs> the same ingredients. I'm like, <sighs> like making sure. It's, touch. Yeah, I'm like, what is it? I think it's, it's butter. It's <laughs> probably butter. It's actually lots of butter. It's like a whole stick of butter in the, in the dial. So I'm like, yeah, okay. That is a really lovely sort of sentiment. And like, I mean, my mum was just like, drink lemonade. I swear. Like, yeah, she didn't actually do anything. We had lots me. of lemonade as kids, not <laughs> dal, which is yum. Nothing was cooked, nothing was made. And you've also said that you have a really lovely tradition of going around to your grandmother's house mm. um, and eating what was it exactly it's called alu pronta so it's basically like roti or chapatis but like stuffed with potato oh yum yum. and like crisped and the tradition is to like have that so it's like a flatbread with potato in it and then you dip it in like a chutney it's like a pickled chutney and it's so hard to explain it's called a char it's like pickled mango Mm mm-hmm and it just kind of, it's quite strong and quite, like, spicy. I think I've actually I, had that before. Yeah, and you kind of pair it with a bit of yogurt or, like, even just, like, oh, scrambled egg. Like, it's so, <laughs> no, it's really ordering. random. It's actually really random when I think about it. But it's such a specific, I guess I would say it's a tradition, but we would just do it whenever. Like, oh, we're going to grandma's and I'd be like, I'll call my grandma and be like, can you please make a lupronda? She's like, of course, I'm ready making it. I'm like, okay, thank God. And so is your grandma <laughs> quite a good cook then? Oh, she's brilliant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Amazing. So good. It's always like a treat going to my grandma's because she cooks different things for my mum. And so it's mm. kind of new and exciting and I can kind of indulge on like really delicious, like heavily, again, buttery Indian food. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm like, ugh. Just now, like I actually can't talk because my mouth is watering so much. And you know what's so funny is that my best friend Sohan, and she's had a very similar upbringing to me. She's also rooted in Uganda, like a family was from U- Uganda. And the funny thing is like we... We met quite randomly, like we met through friends and I had never heard of a Sohan before in my life. And when we started to get to know each other, I was like, we have a lot of similarities. This is quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, where are you from? And she's like, oh, my, you know, my mom's family is from Uganda. I'm like, my dad's from Uganda. That's so, that's a bit of a coincidence. Mm. And we started to like prod a little bit. And then I went home and I asked my dad, I was like, do you know Sohan Judge? And like, th- I like mentioned the grandparents' name. They're like, yeah, out grandparents were best friends in Africa oh my god and we had no idea and then we found out that our grandparents were best friends in the same village and they migrated at the same time it was That's honestly wild. so crazy and so when I talked to her about things like oh do you have like a lupronta she's like yeah I love it it's like such a like a homey food and she gets it because she's had that pretty much same experience and it's so weird because she went to PLC and that we grew up literally the parallel <laughs> we grew up like this and then met after school like mid-uni and it's weird now she, she also lives in Redfern it's just so <laughs> I mean that's just like that's just that's your paths are meant to cross it was time, meant to happen right? yeah it was so interesting and it's funny because like someone who has such a similar upbringing yeah they share the same traditions as well so I think maybe it's it's more than just like a family thing it's just like the, the culture is coming through mm. there for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess speaking of upbringing and high school, mm. the elephant in the room or not so elephant in the room is we do know you. Yes. You're not a stranger to we us. We went to school together. <laughs> we all went to school together. <laughs> once upon a time. Um, once upon a time. I know it seems like a little long time ago now. <laughs> I mean, kind of 
going out to 10 years. You've yeah. done pretty well. I, w- I wasn't going to say that. That's a while. Okay. That's... <laughs> Age ourselves. I know. I'm anyway. like scared. What the hell? Um, but I guess like at school, like, mm. I mean, it's hard for me to cast my mind back and think about these things. But, you know, were you eating those sort of meals at school? And was that something that you were ever conscious about? Like, yes. were you embracing your culture at school? No. Or... No, yeah. So talk us through that. Not at all. I was very disconnected from my culture at school. Like, I knew that I was Indian, but it almost, it's so weird because I took pride in being the non-Indian Indian, which is so damaging for my identity because I was like, you know, she's like a white Indian. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. I got that kind of stereotype thrust on me and I did one day take this meal to school and I don't know why my mum loved to make it for lunch for me to take to school because it has a particular smell. And it's like, it's essentially just like beans and rice, but it's like, it's called rajma, but like, you know, kidney beans. I fucking hated it. It was actually so trash. I hated this meal. Rajma sucked to me. Like, it was not my favorite thing, but it was easy for my mom to just whip up and yeah, be like, let's and pop it in a lunch lunch. Yeah, nice. 100%. I remember bringing it to school and it's just like, what's that? Um, and it's not like over, like people weren't just like, oh, that's disgusting. I would never eat that. But it was just like looks. And I was like, I just want to avoid that. Yeah. They've just never seen it before. Exactly. Yeah. And mm. that's fair enough. But, you know, I moved so much. Like my defense mechanism, because I was moving so much, was just to adapt to my surroundings and just kind of fit in as much as possible and not stand out too much and just be like, she's just bang on normal because I didn't want to draw attention to myself. It was easier because I had to move so much to just, you know, take that strategy of just like fitting in and I didn't want to do anything that would rock the boat too much whatsoever so I was just like let's just fly under the radar yeah it's interesting like I would reject aspects of my culture in order to fit in and food was a massive thing 100% and so like it was exciting for me to get like a Vegemite cheese sandwich I was like yeah, <laughs> white bread cut the crust off <laughs> I was like shapes in the lunchbox I was like oh exciting <laughs> Like, that was, like, amazing. So, yeah, it's really interesting. interesting. It was, like, a complete detachment. And then I had to, like, find that aspect of myself. Like, Yeah, when did you start to, you know, do that finding of yourself? Yeah, I think I always had this creative inkling that I just never really paid attention to. Again, because I was, like, suppress any you know, I mean, aspects of individuality. We were drama girls, though. We were drama. I mean, I was going to say, I saw you being some pretty creative in that studio. I mean, that, that 100%, like, that is an aspect where I was like, oh, I really enjoy that this. That was the only outlet, though, wasn't it? It really school, was. Really. But it's like, because, you know, in a, a private school, and I think that's just how it was back then, like, you really have, like, five career options in front of you. Like, they mm-hmm. make it out to you that yeah. this is all you have. And, like, if you want to do something artistic, it's, like, visual art, but very prescriptive. Like, we're going to do this. Yeah. Maybe, like, carving. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what is that? What are those tools? Like, lino carving. Like, no, I don't want to do that. And then, like, drama. That's. I think I did find solace in drama because it mm. was just fun. You can kind of muck around a bit as well. And like, you know, drama kids were a bit silly. We were bizarre. We were bizarre. <laughs> it was bizarre. Different a bit kind of breed of we- humans. It was a bit weird, but it was fun. And then I was like, I like this. I was like, I wonder what else there could be. And I think, you know, imagine in Abbotsley being like, I want to be a makeup artist. They'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, <laughs> Sack okay, it. The door. <laughs> like, literally, we're like, all right, put it in the back, put it in the back. So I feel like after Abbotsley, I had the space, like the breathing space to like learn more about myself. And I didn't feel like I had to conform to any you know type of way in order to fit in and I started with makeup because 
I actually wanted to do style. I was, like, really into, like, styling mm. and, like, you know, coordinating pieces. But I was a broke bitch. Like, I wouldn't have any money. <laughs> like, where the fuck was I going to get I clothes? That, like, Tell me about it. I was just, like, came out of high school. I'm like, I want to dress myself, but I have no money. So I started a makeup because you can have, like, one palette and create 50 looks. It was, like, very economical for me. So I was like, mm. I'll dabble in makeup and wow. see, like, how I can extend myself in this area. And then we'll see what happens down the line. Very business savvy. It's easy to see how you've been successful <laughs> just by that explanation. It's like I also – Instagram popped up, right? And I think Instagram came – I think it was like 2011. So we were still in school. Yeah, I was very, yeah, we very were on the Instagram train, so do not ask we me. We were really – yeah, we were really the generation that sort of like birthed into Instagram. 100%. It was like the perfect time for us. It literally was. It was well, for like you at least. It, well, because I remember getting Instagram because the Instagram that I have right now, my handle Rowie Singh, was the same Instagram that I started like at school, like oh, isn't being, that which is something... weird. And I'm like, I'm like, what is this? Okay, thank God you didn't do like a dodgy one, like a I did like Rowie Singh for you, yeah, or something. I, I yeah, like something really, really like ooh, <laughs> embarrassing. Got to change that. No, I'm, I'm glad it was just like. Rowie Singh sweet. But yeah, I remember like posting. Um, I didn't realize that when you click post, it goes like public. I thought it was just like a your own little portfolio. <laughs> oh, your own little private space. Fix. I was like, yeah. oh, 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 just like, take a picture of everything. I was like, take a selfie. So people like, we can see this. I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, oh, can you now? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it kind of happened at the, the perfect time. And I, um, I did commerce arts. I feel like commerce arts at at UNSW is like what everyone does when they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like, God, I was like, just <laughs> great degree, great uni. I actually saw you there. Yeah, literally, I'm like, it was great. And I, from there, I kind of like steered into media. And I was like, oh, media is interesting. And I worked in media at Mindshare. And yeah, it kind of all just came together for me, which is really nice. Extremely right exciting. And you've done amazing things. And I guess speaking on the Instagram thing, we're not going to find Instagram questions at you because I'm sure you've had a lot of that and you're bored. <laughs> um, but I guess you do have a very big influence. You're, you're a very successful Instagrammer <laughs> across all your socials. You have something, a combined total of, I don't know the number I was looking so, the other day. It's uh, wild. <laughs> but I guess with that, obviously being an influencer comes influence. Mm. So I guess we kind of wanted to dive into sort of how food plays a part in that. And, like, are you conscious sometimes – I mean, one of the reasons you've been so successful is because you are very opinionated and you mm. say what you think mm. um, and people engage with that, which is amazing. Do you think about when you're putting out messages around food, how that's going to be portrayed to an audience and particularly as well in this world of, like, impressionable yeah. teenagers on Instagram? Absolutely. It's actually really funny because I get more – response from like food and lifestyle content on my stories that I do like makeup like I could post and be like oh I love this lipstick people be like "Mm, cool like couple of shares I could be like I love this restaurant people like share 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 oh my god like tell me more like people I think find it more relatable because it's just like day-to-day things and I think they've seen the makeup thing they've seen that that's on my feed cool but when on my, I post my stories they get to see a different side of me and I am a massive foodie like I really really enjoy my food um and so people are interested in that they want to know like what I'm eating and like if people have similar interests they'll send me recommendations and for example like I put on my store I was like places to eat in Hobart because I'm going to Tasmania next week and then just all these people were, like you must go here and here and here and I'm like this is perfect like I can get recommendations from my followers vice versa like and I can give them recommendations so it's a good foodie relationship I think with my mm. 
following. I mean, I saw that you did a um, celery juice cleanse. Oh my god! Maybe really Ta- wanted to ask talk about to this. me about that. Okay, go. This. Why did that even start? Also, <laughs> it was really interesting to follow. <laughs> I did a celery juice cleanse. Um, I so bought into the like pseudoscience of it all. <laughs> and people, Love that. We've all been there. Was but it for your skin? It was for my skin. Yes. It was for my skin, and I was just. Ex- doing my own little experiment to see if it would work. Like I got really bad hormonal acne, 22, 23, mm-hmm. and it just, you know, hormones, you can't really control it. Like it just pops mm-hmm. up. Absolutely. Okay, whatever. Um, but let me see what I can do to my diet. So I actually went, um, I saw like a naturopath and I did like a l- little bit of a low FODMAP diet. Um, I was like gluten-free and dairy-free and meat-free for like a couple of months. Oh, a couple of months. That's a long it's, time. It was a long time. Um, it got easier as it went on, but it mm. was, you know. And then I decided to do the celery juice cleanse because I heard good things about it, but I just wanted to see if it would actually work. It did make quite a difference on my skin, mm. but it wasn't like, oh, wow, wake up the next day and all my acne has gone. It was just like a glow. It's also not like a practical life thing to oh, do it's so disgusting with just, all the celery left but it's over. literally <laughs> i did it like three or four times right and then i was like what a waste and then i there's this guy and he's just a bit of like an airy fairy like he nothing is scientifically backed he's the medical medium or whatever on instagram and he's like no you must juice it you must you have to juice the celery in order to get its benefits i'm like this doesn't seem legit. This right? doesn't seem legit. <laughs> so I was juicing and then I just stopped and just had oh. celery. I actually quite like celery, so. Yeah, yeah, celery's great. <laughs> it's, it's actually it's not, not bad. offensive vegetable. Yeah, and like. I thought you were going to hate it, but no. food outcome I, I like it and I just decided to put it in like a smoothie, like a banana, spinach, yeah. celery, bit of coconut water smoothie and that was just a lot more palatable. But I did it. I wanted to do like an experiment for mm. all my followers to see, to see if it worked. And I just gave honest reviews about whether it was like good for me or not. And it slightly worked. Slightly <laughs> worked. Like, That's not high success. Which rates. is just like, cool. I mean, I'm sure if you like drank lots of water and ate vegetables every day, you'd probably you'd get the fine. same. Yeah. You'd get the same like results. But it was interesting to see like what it would do. And yeah. I was a bit glowy. Love that for me. <laughs> Still had acne. Who doesn't love a glow? <laughs> just glowy. So acne, but it was glowy, so <laughs> yeah. it's fine. It's like, cool. You but win some, you lose some. But, like, it was a nice experiment because then I, it opened up, a you know, a whole like, question about, like, the legitimacy of juicing and if that is backed. And, and I had this open conversation with my followers and, like, posted about it and kind of came to my, like, own conclusion that it was a bit bullshit and kind of just left it and people were interested, for, you know, on the journey and then – Move on to the next thing. It was yeah, it was good. Are you currently doing any diets at the moment or no. testing anything at the moment? Or you just do you normally diet or I do you eat particular food groups? I or? literally hate dieting. Like I don't yeah, it's get not it. Like why? Like I don't when I I only did it for my skin just to see it was actually again like my naturopath was like, We need to see if dairy's affecting your skin if that's mm. the trigger. Mm. And so after I did that, it wasn't the trigger. Oh, like right. it, it so does you still eat cheese. So I eat cheese now. I just don't drink like milk. Like cow's milk. But I mean, um, who just drinks? Cow's it's just milk a bit milk? psychopathic, uh, who, to yeah, be honest. Who, who does anyway? I it's mean, just, if you're a child, sure. <laughs> yeah, adult, like no, yeah, really. it's just a bit weird and like a bit. Are you a sociopath? <laughs> like, I'm scared. Um, and also, you just like my stomach is. I don't think anyone's stomach is happy after drinking a glass of cow's milk. Like yeah. yuck. So I'll have like cheese on occasion, and you know, I like I'll have bread. My partner Rahul and I will buy a loaf of bread like one week on, one week off, so we don't overload ourselves with bread, but yeah. we still yeah. get the grains in and um and whatnot. But I just I can't diet because I actually enjoy food too much to 
cancel anything out it just like doesn't work for my brain I rather just like reduce when needed if I feel like I'm overdoing something and it's like affecting me negatively and I don't feel as healthy um but I won't diet because I you know I just feel like it's just disruptive to your body you've obviously managed that super well as we were talking about like you you know you are someone of extreme influence and with that comes the social pressure Mm. you know people looking at you perhaps commenting like I know there's thousands of people out there who are super nasty oh yeah you're you're gorgeous but in that way that pressure of being trolls trolls the pressure of being the perfect body the perfect thing and how that works with your diet did you ever get yourself into a something a bit scary I suppose in terms of body image actually never because I never like platformed my body yeah like I never wanted to put mm. my body out there and be like hey um because I'm very confident with my body and I'm like happy and I don't have like the ideal body I'm just like normal that wasn't the focus which was mm. quite nice mm. though I kind of shifted the focus onto my art like that was first and everything else was second and I did get comments on maybe not like my actual body but like mo- what I'm wearing I did have a moment oh, <laughs> like everyone's got something to say someone's got something to say like I did have a moment where I was just like feeling myself and I was just wearing this blazer but like no bra and like good good titties yes queen titties popping off and I was like ah anyway I felt good and then someone was like you've changed like this isn't something you've changed who are you (laughs) like I don't know you and it's creepy dad it's quite bizarre (laughs) and like I can understand where you're coming from like you see my makeup post and you can see that like sometimes I dress modestly sometimes I Titties out for the girls. Like, tits <laughs> out for the boys. Tits out for the boys. Like, it's whatever. <laughs> I love that you just sang. She sang on the podcast. Yeah, so it's loud. She's allowed to. I have this <laughs> yeah. rule where I try and make them, Bella and B always want to sing on the podcast. And it's so We're not allowed. <laughs> but I feel like it's... You're in tune. You know, these two need to work on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's more like a chant. Yeah. But, like, you know, I can go between dressing modestly, but, like, you just can't. People just hold you to a standard that they've created in their head Mm. and they'll thrust that standard on you. And if you deviate from this idea that they have created for you, they're like, I'm disappointed. And it's like, how can you be disappointed? You're not my mom. I literally don't know you. (laughs) And like, you just don't have a say. And I, I actually like responded quite nicely. I was like, look, I can understand where you're coming from, but this is what makes me feel good and I haven't changed. This is mm. just me embracing myself and you know, maybe tomorrow I'll be wearing a turtleneck like up to my fucking chin and like it's just, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like and if you don't like it, jog on. Exactly. Like it really doesn't matter. And I think the good thing is is that I don't really get a lot of hate comments. It's more just people asking and then maybe being a little bit too intrusive and then me explaining myself and then people being like either not disagreeing or being like, yeah, no, fair enough. I, mm. I just wanted to know. Um, so it's, it's okay in that regard and because I think I've created a space for myself where I don't feel like I am questioned for like what I look like and I'm so fiercely myself that I think it just like eradicates any room for people to be like oh like what is she doing like you Mm. should do this I'm like I don't care I'm doing what I think yeah there's no ambiguity it's like it's black and white this is me like I'm only ever going to be doing me and I think I followers know that and I think they respect that. And I, I think that's why they follow me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm here for that energy. That is my energy. Big, yeah. <laughs> oh, big vibes, big vibes. Yeah. Now, you did mention your beautiful partner, Rahul, yeah. Rahul, who has been around for, I think, is it been a decade? Yeah. Were you dating him at school? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Has it been? Has it been? It's ten been 10 years. It's 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Like, holy moly. <laughs> Together, what? you guys are like a dreamboat couple. We're just like, we're just besties like you know what I mean like he's like my best friend and then I mean who could have thought that we were still 
be here together today. Like, oh, it's insane! But I, I love it. Well, like, I'm a chi- I was a child. We were literal child. children. I'm, a, I'm still a child. I'm, a, I'm still a child. My eyes, God damn it! No, but we were literal children when we met. Like, we were 16, 17. Like, who? Like, you don't. What's going on? But we just stuck. Like, we just got along so well. Because <laughs> we're just stuck together. No, we can't, we can't, we can't get rid of each other. Just it's like, just actually annoying. Oh, God. No, we just got along so well. And, like, the banter is just so good. And we're, like, we're genuinely – we've just been in love for so long. And it's just been so good. And he shares all the same interests as me. Like, we grew together. And he supported me through – all of this because like he knew me before I was like any Mm, type of of creator and he's seen he knows like there is no one in the world that knows me better like no Rahul's the only person that really really knows me and yeah we share so many interests and that's mainly in food like we love to treat ourselves to like a really really nice meal we love to cook together like that's our bonding time as well so it's just been really nice. Tell us about that what do you two cook together so you've just moved in together or maybe not just I just yeah it kind of feels like just a year ago actually yeah, maybe that was COVID times. Do we I, count twenty twenty? Yeah, feels, do we count COVID? Yeah, yeah, it feels like we kind of yeah just moved in, but not <laughs> at the same time. How did that all go? You obviously went from living at home with the parents. Yeah, that's a different cooking dynamic altogether to then moving in with your partner. I like did not know how to cook because I just refused. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it's too good for mum. And I was just like, no, it was actually really hard for me to cook because my mum actually just like co-ops the kitchen. And yeah, I'm like, okay, I do that. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Like, she's like, I'll just make it. And I'm like, okay, fine. So I didn't really give myself the space to cook, but I was, like, interested. Like, I, you know, I wanted to learn. And I ended up, you know, I got so into it, like, when we moved in together because I was like, cooking is not that – it's actually not as scary as you think it is. Like, it really is just, like, following a recipe and just finding something that you like. And Mm. then you start to build, like, your taste palette and you start to, you know, what spices worked well together. You start to figure it out just by practice. But I remember the first meal that we ever made together. It was pretty simple. It's just, like – Set like a really nice salmon, just like a seared salmon with a bit of like soy sauce, and then just like some bok choy and coconut rice. Like that was the first meal. Delish though, perfect. So good. We still have wow. it today, and yeah. we have an air fryer. We just chuck in the air fryer. Oh, air fryer. Started on the air fryer. <laughs> I love my air so are you an advocate for the air fryer? Love it. I uh, I was one of those people that was like, it's just an oven, and then I got, it, I was like, oh, it's better than an oven. So wait, why is it better than the oven? I need more. Info. Yeah, it just is. Like it makes everything crispier. It just cr- yeah, crispier, and like it's he- like. There are like fun air fryer recipes that you can try. I don't know why. It's not a paid. I know it's not a paid. There's just like fun. Like there's just so many fun things that you can like try. Like we we really like um, fried chicken. We love fried chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we make our own like buttermilk fried chicken in the air fryer. Like we make burgers and then we like have the fried chicken with like two good looking buns. Like. Just the way that you looked at an imaginary bun. Two buns, two buns, nice bit of fried chicken, like lots of pickles, like aioli, and it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's... I, it probably is just an oven and we're being sold. Like I mean, I bought into the cult and I'm happy to be no, here. No, I mean, our, <laughs> I've so recently cold. moved out and a yeah. roommate, she brought that into the apartment. I haven't touched it, but Prudence has yes. just like gone to town on it. It's like, oh my gosh, like messages me regularly being like, oh my gosh, I just air fried this. Oh my gosh, I just air fried this. Oh my gosh, you can air fry this. I was like, you can air fry anything and it just ma- automatically makes it delicious. Like zucchini fries. Okay. <laughs> sure, I just get one, Liv. <laughs> No, that's time. She's like, oh, no, it's fries. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's speaking like... <laughs> of fried chicken. Yeah. What chicken. is or where is the best fried chicken place do you think in Sydney? I have tried a couple of places. I have tried butter. I've tried 
place. The one like, in Brangaroo. Have you tried that one? The Hot Wings or whatever it's called? Yes. Um, what is that called? Um, Sorry, that was bad. No. Hot. 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 Um, <laughs> I, I know I I think what I, you're talking about. I think I posted a picture on the Instagram and I forgot what it's called. It's like, oh. Yeah, no, I, I, no. I, yeah. I mean, the Chicken Place. The Chicken Place in Brangaroo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rahul's like, if you listen, he's, he's like yelling, yelling right at me. Right he's like, are you serious? That place is pretty good. I actually would like Huxter Burger because yeah. it's like. Really? It's, I quite like it because it's like not as like, ooh, <laughs> Because it's not like super heavy and like it's quite like a clean chick, in chick. Quote, yeah in quotation marks clean fried chicken burger butter was like the first one i had and i was mm. like it's good to just go there i would just go there like after a gig at like midnight and i'd be like <laughs> like yeah. hungry yeah but it's really clean that space yeah they're quite good i feel like there are a few that i'm like missing i just i've tried quite a few I don't like burgers that have too much in it. Like, I think there's one. Oh, amen. Like, Couldn't a- agree more. Yeah, bacon just keep it simple. and chicken together. I'm like, no, you don't need that. Just strip it out. Yeah. It's like a deducken. Too much. It's just like, on it. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, I was like, how do you do that? Even you get one inside the other. I don't know. But, like, it's just too much meat. It's honestly too much meat. Like, like it's just too much. But, um, yeah, I do like, I like a good burger, I must say. Oh, good. Oh, yum, yum, yum. Well, <laughs> I'm actually getting hungry. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> We're going. Sip champagne instead. Yeah, have a drink, y'all. <laughs> we are going to shift the pace mm. of the interview a bit. And move into what we like to call hot potato, which is essentially the part of the podcast where we're just going to fire at you 10 sort of quick this or that food questions. Yeah. Hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, 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 potato. Let's okay. do it. Let's just give me a, Are we going to go one for one, yeah, Liv? Oh, you're going to shot that back? You're going <laughs> to shot that back? <laughs> Need to wet the palate. <laughs> As they say. All right. Let me Do you want me to start? <laughs> um, yeah, you should start. Okay. <laughs> B, how about you start? Okay. Well, thanks, Lib. <laughs> Tomato or aioli? Tomato. Margarita or meat lovers? Margarita. Onion or pickle? Pickle. Chips or mash? Chips. Breakfast or dinner? Dinner. <laughs> Steel or sparkling? Sparkling. Coles or Woolworths? Woolworths. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not sponsored by Woolworths. <laughs> Cheese or chocolate? Cheese. Savory or sweet? Savory. Wine or cocktail? Wine. Interesting. I always love that. Tells you a little bit about a person. Yeah. Not a serial killer. It's funny because I like I say it and I'm like, ooh, did I mean that? Mm." Mm. Because I like cocktails, but I'm thinking like, fuck, maybe maybe I meant cocktail instead of wine. (laughs) (laughs) You actually got. I'm a wine. I like wine wine. certainly. And I'm a a cock all the way. I'm a cock. I'm a a good old cock me up. Yeah, in all senses, right? Yeah, in all senses no, of the world, I love cock. The, my instant thought, though, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Beatrice, <laughs> my instant thought was, like, the way that cocktails are so diluted at bars, and I was like, that really pisses me off. Oh, no, yeah, we're thinking we're, like, we're at, like, we're at, like, B or, like, 12 micron. We're at fancy places. They're not diluting that okay, shit. Okay, straight like, up. That's, a, that's at least two standard drinks Oh uh, yeah. Okay, no, okay. Well, I'm, can I change it to cocktail? <laughs> yeah, you can change it. Uh, just on the record, Roey's changed to <laughs> I'm cocktail. I'm changing it. I'm swapping. I'm swapping sides because I just I just thought about how like sweet they can be, but a really well made. You one. will sleep well tonight, knowing that you've changed that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, thank God, like, <laughs> it's like got that off my chest. <laughs> um, 
and now we're just going to ask you sort of just, I guess, some like general foodie questions yeah. about foodie things, really. <laughs> I think these are the questions that like everyone would want to know about you. Okay. Well, at least we want yeah. to know about you yeah. in relation to food. Absolutely. Okay, I'll start. Do you prefer cooking at home mm. or eating out? Mm. I like. I can't answer that because I love both and it just kind of like depends what I'm in the mood for and if I want to experiment. I think at the moment I really like cooking at home because it's kind, it's still quite fresh to me and I'll go to a restaurant, like Rahul and I'll go to a restaurant and then we'll be like, oh, let's figure out how to make this at home. <laughs> let's do it our okay. way. Okay. That's so sweet. Yeah. That and is really cute. Like for example, fried chicken burgers, we're like, we just make them ourselves now and we don't really like ours are and like because we make it it's the best like it's in our eyes it's the best and so I think at the moment home definitely so is the fried chicken burger the pinnacle of your culinary career at this moment um oh my god <laughs> that is like it hard. is I, it's, it's, or, or have you got made... another dish like if you Wait, yeah have you got something you else on the back burner ready over? so some really good things that we've made um we make a really really nice like prawn chili linguine like really Ooh, really that is a really good recipe to have down pat i've really, been trying to practice mine it's really really good and it just hits the spot we make a really good duck and mushroom risotto Ooh. Fancy, yeah. We we go fancy. We <laughs> these go are not. We've, we these are off. not basic. These are bougie meals. No, we popped off. We popped off. We were like, yeah, let's do it. Risotto, and we nailed it. Kimchi pancakes, really, really good. Ooh. Yum, easy, easy, easy. Really I've easy. I've never made them before. They're so easy. It's just like um. So you just buy like a tub of kimchi, yeah. you just put half the tub in a bowl with a bit of flour and eggs, and then add some vegetables of your choice. So I'll. Add like capsicum and some green spring onion. Yeah, yum. Mix it up, create a batter, just pour it like pa- and make it like pancakes. Yum. And then yum. you have soy sauce, it's like a dipping sauce, and it's like really filling and really is like a quick thing if delish we're just like but quick, yeah, delish but quick. And then shout out to my bestie Polina, she makes this really good like she makes biang biang really good like chili <gasps> noodles, and she <gasps> made it once when we were, we were away just in Berry, and it was just so good. And then that's on the list. So she hand pulled them? No, no. Oh, <laughs> We bought the noodles from Miracle Mart, like the little Asian Mart yeah, that's perfect. just so incredible and they've got everything. And she just made the sauce really, really well and it was just I need to talk to simple. her because I made the hand-pulled noodles. I actually pulled, You made it. Yeah, she then, came over and was like on my kitchen bench <laughs> banging away. That's amazing. But then made a terrible sauce. Oh, oh so you guys sauce. need to meet. We need to meet up and, yes. and swap recipes. Swap. Yep. Okay. Done. Done. <laughs> done. Done. Teach each other the ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, with all this cooking that you've been doing, have you discovered any weird food combos that you're obsessed with now? Anything that's a bit bizarro? Oh, that's. It's good if you say no because it means that you've got good you're taste. Normal? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm pretty. Like, I don't have super bizarre taste. I'm not like, oh, I'm going to just chuck this together and see what happens. Like, I feel like I'm a little bit by the book. <laughs> but then if anything, I'll just, like, add more spice or, yeah, like, reduce okay. the spice. Like, no. I Good. actually, like, you genuinely. <laughs> but, like, it's funny when you go to restaurants and they do, like, a fusion and it's, like, cheeseburger spring rolls. I'm not a big fan of that. I just, you know, give oh, I me. this. I'm like, give me the spring roll or give me the cheeseburger. cheeseburger. Like, too much, too much. <laughs> Again, like, bacon in a in a burger. I'm like, where are yes. we going with this? Like, let's just strip it back a little bit. Simple done well. Mm. Pizza with, like, chicken on pizza? Let's absolutely not. Like, <laughs> let's not let's, do pizza. Yeah, let's, No, let's like, not chicken, chicken on pizza, pizza. let's not. Let's, yeah, not. let's not. Yeah. Perry, Perry chicken is my favorite. Can't do it. Can't do it. Absolutely cancelled. Go to jail. Agreed. <laughs> I guess I'm Go to jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. No, I don't know. I can't Get do to it. prison. Yeah. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> Tangent. Right, good. good. Food, weird food, food combos. Food, food, food. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Love right, it. Right, right. Where is your favorite place to eat in Sydney? 
That's a good question. I was thinking about this before and it was really hard to think. I don't know if I'd be able to answer this question. It's hard. I don't know if I would either, but hey, we put it on the list, so we're going to throw it at our guests. I can give you like... (laughs) Or even like currently. It doesn't have to be of all time. Maybe like... Yeah, Just I'm really right enjoying Chocho-san. Like, I've uh, been there a couple oh, of times. Oh, tell Bella. I know. Bella's been trying to make us go on the podcast for like, <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Oh, it's so year. good. It's really, really good. Um, I like yellow. and They're like vegetarian food. Oh, we have gone to yellow. Delish. So good. Do you guys just go eat and then review? Yeah, yes, great. yes, that's essentially how it works. Yes. <laughs> really we started great. this and yeah, we just do what we want. So yeah, we just go and eat and then review later. That yeah. is the goal. I honestly, if I could pivot careers, I would. I mean, 100%. the goal would be if you're getting paid. Yes, yeah. but like that's how you start. <laughs> so this is a side hustle. <laughs> that's how you start. You got to start somewhere. It's an investment. But oh, absolutely. I think, Rowie, it's going to pay off. I think we so. We put a lot of capital into this, but I think it's <laughs> no, going to pay off. No, I think, like, I don't, Libby, that's a good don't ROI. laugh. No, no, I'm not I'm laughing. I'm 100% I'm, with you on that. I'm laughing at B's, the, the interpretation of it all. Like, we put lots of capital in it. Like, <laughs> we did. We put a shitload of money down. <laughs> we also I'm bleeding lots, dry, lots but it's a great food. time. Yeah. No, I think that's how it starts. Like, it, it was the same for makeup. Like, I was investing... Because no brands wanted to send shit to me because they're like, who are you? Exactly. you got to start somewhere and you just invest and then you get it back later. When you you're... build your own exactly. like, fans. You that, know? That, We've got our own followers. That's how. <laughs> a few. you got <laughs> listeners, baby. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> it did come out of a, like we were at dinner one night and basically we were all just sitting around eating food, like talking about the food, being like, oh, this is so good. Mm. And we're like, imagine if we could just have a job that was just eating food. <laughs> like that was our job. And then we're like. How do we create that for ourselves? Yeah, um, I guess we have. Here comes the podcast. That's perfect. That's so good. I've thought about that so many times. Like I would, I love those like tasty, oh, not, um, what am I talking about? Worth it on BuzzFeed. They did like one food at like three different price points and they just like eat. Yeah. And I'm like, that sounds amazing. I I think generally if you were in the the food section of BuzzFeed, that would be like my dream job. Really well produced. Like you just go eat. Yeah. And they like cook really interesting things. They have like recipe creation. Then you go eat. I'd be like, that is a dream job. BuzzFeed, if you're listening, hire us. We all (laughs) want a job. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done at that. Um, What is a guilty pleasure? I... Really like demolishing a whole box of Ferrero Rocher. Like if I do, like oh, like I, a whole box. Like this, I'm here for yeah, that. Yeah, kind of actually. Yum. Not yeah. the not the big one. Like this the little small one. Yeah, not like, like the. Woo-hoo. I don't Modest. like a lot of <laughs> just the small one. But you know, I do prefer savory over sweet because a sweet like I get tired of it quickly. I can just mm-hmm. eat savory all day long. But if I'm going to have you know, something sweet. I think Ferrero Rocher chocolates are just like... They are so freaking good. Oh, they're so good. It's just, yeah, it's really good. And then something that's just like real shitty, just like trash, like guilty pleasure. <laughs> Let's go. It's just like, I'll just get like biscuits. Like it doesn't matter what biscuit. It can be like a dry ass arrowroot. That's fine, whatever. Or like a <laughs> shortbread. Cool. And just put a layer of Nutella on top and just eat it. Yeah, no, that is, mm. that's just, that's classic It's though. just like, let's. I'm like wasting time and procrastinating. I'm in the kitchen. I'm like bored hungry hungry board i don't know which one it is yeah, yeah, agreed. so i'll just like take yeah take the biscuit slather and then i'll just take a little dip I'll, <laughs> huh, i'm like cool i feel shit and just go back to what i was oh, doing cool i feel crap i feel really bad about that i feel heavy <laughs> i know i found doing that though that that nutella trick in the end i just went just for the spoon exactly i know i'm like, like what's like, the point of having this biscuit let's I'm just, just oh. the, biscuit. the biscuits make me feel a little bit better about a bit just more eating nutella. yeah yeah right? but it is kind of a vibe yeah, yeah. 
nuts. <laughs> it's good to know that Nutella is a staple in your household. Oh, 100%. Like, I just think that you're no- you're normal. Yes, that is, like, has to be, right? I feel yeah, like. Absolutely. Just so, in case. So then, with that being said, if you could only eat, it's obviously going to be something savoury, mm. if you could only eat one thing for the rest of your life, <laughs> what would it be? It doesn't have to be nutritious, obviously. Yeah. Duh. Like, you don't have to be... Yeah, like, like this is a world where, like, your body's going to work regardless, even if you ate, like, you know, Vegemite for the rest of your life. Stunning. <laughs> okay. You're, yeah, like, yeah, You're yeah. also Can going you to jail if you do that. Jail. Okay, so there's this Indian snack that I really like. It's called moong dal. It's basically, like, the snack version of dal. And the best way to describe it is savoury, like, rice krispies. Yeah. But, like, oh. it just comes in, like... It's so weird. It just comes in like a packet and then it looks just like little Rice Krispies. Mm. And it's just it's just a snack. It's an Indian snack. Like there's so many different Indian snacks where they just like have like buja, just like a mix of like savory and sweet mm. and you kind of just like put it in your hand and like eat it. But I will just pour a whole bowl and I just c- can't get sick of that. It just tastes so good. And it's not like too salty or too bland. It's just in, just in the middle so that I can just keep going and be like, yeah. oh shit, I've had too much. So I feel like I could just go at that but i just i don't want to be basic but chips like i think chips chips just hot chips yeah season chicken salt with a little okay, bit of good. paprika I was gonna check chicken salt yeah a little bit of paprika a little fancy bit of pap- yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. okay okay <laughs> yeah, yeah chips not basic it's, good yeah it's just like realistically it's just <laughs> realistically i would just eat chips yeah <laughs> <laughs> like it's not very realistic but <laughs> realistically get with it all right now you did pick cocktail before yeah after the wine that was a bit of a ooh, ooh, ooh. We, yeah. we settled on cocktail cocktail <laughs> what would be your favorite cocktail so I really enjoy like a Negroni. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I was thinking about a Negroni. I really like a Negroni slash Aperol Spritz. I like that territory, but mm-hmm. I also like something citrusy or like lychee, like a lychee martini, kind of cool, mm. kind of fun, um, or just something with like yuzu, like a yuzu yep. soda yep. cocktail, like something f- really refreshing, like just like hits the spot. Um, or like a yuzu highball. I actually do like oh. highballs. Oh. Oh, well, well, highball well. Highball whiskey? Yeah. 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 Because I don't like whiskey mm. as it's on its own. On its own. But highball kind of hits the spot. Like it's, it tastes, yeah, it's quite nice. I like it. Oh, yum. Okay, we're going to mentally note that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this brings us to the last bit of the podcast. Yeah. Which is food features and fails. This is a segment we do every week in our own podcast with the three of us and we're going to do it with you. Okay. So essentially it's we just discuss a – why are you laughing? (laughs) We've really sprung this on Robbie. Oh, yeah, we can actually brief you in. So this will be fun. We can go first to give you some time. Basically we're just going to discuss a food feature from our week or just like a terrible food fail. So it can be anything. It doesn't necessarily – it has to be food related. So I have failed myself a lot using like Uber Eats improperly or just ordering way too much of it. So yeah. Okay, I'm going to kick off and I'm going to go with a fail. Ooh. I think I usually have fails. Um, this is who's cooking. Yeah, this isn't a me fail. This is a Woolworths fail. Sorry, Woolworths. We've already given them a shout out, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, we've already given them so- lots of praise. I went to my metro and I bought a – I'm trying to be better with meal prepping, um, nice. just kind of being on top of it. I'm also getting a bit lazy with the meal prepping and buying pre-prepared meals instead of actually meal prepping. <laughs> So anyway, that's a side note. <laughs> and I bought what looked, it was a tub of lentil, coconut, and quinoa rice thing. 
And I was like, this will be good. Like, it looks good. I think it was a macro Healthy. one. Sounds and I've had the macro butter chicken before. It was amazing. Had it yesterday. Oh, it was not good. Oh, no. You know, and it can't taste like plastic. <laughs> yeah. And it was just bad. And then I was like, how do I make this better? Oh, I'll just chuck it in a wrap because if you chuck something in a wrap, surely it gets better. Yeah. Wait, you had <laughs> rice, dal and quinoa in a wrap and that's it? Yeah. And, that I, and, then, and then I put some sriracha on it. Oh, yeah. I can see Sriracha where you're going. And it was it was edible. It was terrible. And I've really got to that mindset of, like, just moving out. I don't have money. Like, I mm. bought this. I'm going to eat it. Old me would have just been like, chuck it, buy something else. <laughs> that's good. So, yeah. I mean, that's a feature for me personally. Yeah. But, yeah, failing that, don't buy that, guys. Fair enough. Noted, I've got a noted. feature to lighten up the mood a bit, bring us back. Libby yeah. does have a lot of features. <laughs> um, all right, just because I'm cooking well, get over it. No, this one is not something I cooked. I went to, actually on B's recommendation, I went to VN Street Foods in Marrickville. Oh, yes. Ooh. Yeah, so it's a good Vietnamese sort of restaurant, very authentic, super delicious. Like you could just tell the noodles were really fresh. They had, which is like super common in Vietnam, they just had like a pile of just mint and coriander and lettuce just in a pile. And you're like, yum, this is so good. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. So, yeah. um, and by that I mean a pile on the plate, if anyone didn't think it. was like a pile <laughs> on the street or on the table as <laughs> you walk in. But anyway, so um, short and sweet, but I'm featuring VN Street Food this week. Heck yum. Heck. I'm sounds... really proud that you went there. That's on my list. Yeah, which I think you would. I seen. think you would like it. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't know what that means. I feel like you would. <laughs> I'm putting it on my. I'm putting it on my list regardless. Um, Give it to us, Rowie. I think I have. Fail. A, I think I have a feature. So so random. Like one of Rahul's colleagues, because they both work at PwC together, just quit his job and then started this business. He's like Italian, and he makes like really beautiful like Italian flatbread called Piadina and then his business like exploded during COVID because he was doing like I think like at home delivery like oh yeah like take home packs but it's just like something about this bread that just tastes so good and it's kind of like a wrap but like what you do is you get the Piadina and you can I just get it from the fish market because I'm so close but they sell it there and you just I stuff it with like spinach rocket like crushed walnuts a bit like maybe a bit of salami a little bit of prosciutto cherry tomatoes balsamic glaze and then just fold it up it's so good it's really really good and it's just like it's kind of like having um like a a salad but also like a like a charcuterie Charcuterie board. Yeah, charcuterie board. <laughs> yeah. board. Charcuterie board. Charcuterie board. And wrapped into like a wrap, but like the bread is better. So, Pedina. Yeah. Heat it up. Oh my gosh, I want to try that. It's so good. It's Yum. so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just made a random TikTok of me like making my Pedina ones and it just like my makeup doesn't even get there, but it just went like a little bit viral. I was like, what, people, what the fuck? <laughs> Become a food influencer. Yeah, I was so like, here for it. <laughs> I spent like hours doing like a makeup look and then I just like filmed my lunch. I was like, ah, oh, and it just got like, like, that's what they wanted. Yeah. That's the content they But wanted. I'll show you the TikTok and you'll understand like where I'm coming from because it sounds confusing, but it's really, really good. Yeah. I want to see that TikTok and I want to try that. Yeah. <laughs> and that is all we have time for today on this the podcast. So lovely. Like, Yay. thank you, Rowie, so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. This was so nice and different. It was like very nice talking about food, but I'm starving. Yeah. I know. <laughs> we'll, we'll get you out of here. We'll get you a drink and maybe some nibbles. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Feed that little growling stomach. Heaven. <laughs> so, as always, guys, if you've enjoyed what is in your ears, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast, leave us a rating, give us a review. We will definitely um, chuck some stuff about Rowie in our show notes. But obviously, if you don't follow her, follow her. She needs more followers. 
was. The handle is her <laughs> year eight handle, whatever it was. Yeah, Rowie Singh. <laughs> Rowie Singh. Yes, and while you're there, make sure you jump into our Facebook community. That's Obviously Good Podcast on Facebook. And follow us on Instagram, Obviously Good Podcast on Instagram. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Nice. <laughs> okay. Bye.